the g1 it is luckily there haven't been a whole lot of uh, other things happening so we could kind of just focus on this and uh truth be told i literally just got current with all of this about Me two hours ago two not that this is a competition but uh like a half hour ago, maybe. <laughs> nice. Moments before we started talking. Yeah. Yeah, it was about uh, seven o'clock when I finished up. Nice. But you know, lunch breaks at work yeah. and whatnot, so yeah. that's cool. All right, we had a lot. Uh, what was the last one we talked about? Day. What, think, what day? think day five is the first day uh, that is new ground for us to to talk about. All right, and you've got Here, that, that pulled, pulled. That up was an time. A block day. Um, your matches really quickly were Kenta, Lance Archer, Okada, Fale, Tanahashi, Saber, Evil Sonata, and Ibushi Osprey from that day. Okay. That was a weird... I felt like that was kind of a down A-block day. It kind of was, yeah. Because looking back at those, uh, I mean, there's matches that look good on paper, but <laughs> knowing this is indeed something I sat down and watched, uh, it's, it could also just be subject to um, it being the furthest... We're the furthest removed from this day. And it just so happened that um, there was really there was like match of the year contenders each of the next two nights after this. But yeah, I don't know if I could really recall very many of these matches. <laughs> yeah, well, I know Abushi and um, Ibushi and Osprey was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of it was just kind of, what's the word? Uh, like, Evil and Sonata was good. 
Um, yeah, that's the oddly enough, or maybe not oddly enough. I don't know. That's the one I I do remember because it was it had the uh, tag team partners fighting uh, theme to it. I didn't think Tanahashi and Zack Saber was as good as theirs at uh, the J- New Japan Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenta and Lance Archer was kind of. I guess the result was disappointing for me, less mm-hmm. than it wasn't a good match. Yeah. So I thought it was a good match. I just thought it was weird to watch last Lance Archer like selling as much as he was for Kenta. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's supposed to be this giant guy and he's I mean, he's getting kicked in the legs and stuff, but like they're like kicks. They're not like dives at him. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And that was weird. Um Okada and Fale was probably about as good as it could have been, but it wasn't very memorable. Right. I don't know. Maybe I'm just yeah. being picky. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing with this tournament when they have so many big names involved, giving you so many big matches. And when there is a day like this that is still like a good day, like, I don't know. Like, I would, I'd still take this show over a lot of the um i don't want to become that podcast but (laughs) uh i would still take that g1 uh a block day over a lot of the like kind of lousier wwe pay-per-views that we've kind of endured over the course of this thing or just the course of our fandom in general oh 100 percent so yeah i'm really just i'm i'm reading the results for wwe i'm not actually watching anything Mm -hmm. but like the more i read over like what happened on monday night raw what happened on smackdown i'm just like man i'm just really glad i'm not watching this yeah because i feel like i'd be upset if i actually like sat down for five hours a week and watched all of that likely so yeah it's whatever um yeah i mean thursday it it was still good to like really good it just mm-hmm. you know um what it I wasn't the strongest day no it but, wasn't but what i watched yesterday just was completely mind-blowing so you know it's especially considering uh days six and seven that yeah. followed yeah um so yeah we can go ahead and talk about i mean was there anything else you wanted to say about uh the 18th no i'm i'm kind of uh excited to dive into uh the main events for these next two shows the uh, okay let's uh... uh and that is of course day six july 19th b block your matches were juice robinson jeff cobb toriano and jay white hiroki goto tetsuya naito shingo takagi and tai chi and Main evented by Tomohoro Ishii and John Moxley. I, and that the Ishii and Moxley match was really the one good. that had the internet buzzing for all of 24 hours. <laughs> that one was really good. It was such a good match. And I think it's it's still just maybe because of like other variables like uh, Moxley involved. Uh, I think a lot of the self-made like hard-earned goodwill that Ishii has garnered himself throughout the 
the tournament, but this has been this has been my favorite match um, so far, uh, in, including matches we've yet to talk about. Uh, Ishii and Moxley. I think these are these are kind of the two guys that Moxley through like name value and like almost novelty, like attraction level, I guess. Um, because this is these are still like every match we see is still is like more of an introduction into this like new persona that he has. Um, and then Ishii's just been like on fire for the entire tournament. Um, this was just just a great physical match. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, this is like this is what the like G one is. It's what it's about. <laughs> You know, I have decided that I do like uh, Takagi. Oh yeah, in Takagi's watching cool, him, yeah, I mm-hmm. still do not like Tai Chi. Tai Chi, yeah, it, he, just he, don't get it. <laughs> why is he in Suzuki Gun? Why is he? Because he's like, <laughs> he's the only like not tough guy. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't get it. And I don't, I don't like it. I don't. They like lip syncing, but it's not even lip syncing. It's just like hold, holding he like the holds the microphone up and then like holds his hand out, and then it's like it's very clear that it's just the song playing, and not him, and not even that he is like even trying to sell that it is him. I just, I just don't get it. I guess I, I just need somebody to explain the 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 gimmick to me. Because if it's what I think it is, uh, it's kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I, I've I've kind of liked when the tournament first started. It was kind of like ah, you know, it seems like A Block's got all the star power, and I don't know if I'm going to get up for these B Block matches. And it's it's really been like I'm into just like all of the crazy combinations that the a block can put together. And then just the, like the variety of guys that the B block brings. It's been a really great, like balancing act between the two days. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm really enjoying the top to bottomness of these B block cards with the occasional like match that hits this level, uh, like Ishii and Moxley. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it has been a fun. I'm trying to figure out when the actual halfway mark would be. If we have 18 days, that would mean after day nine, we will be exactly halfway through, and that is Saturday. So with what we've like already been able to see, we're like approximately halfway through. Mm-hmm. So everything that we've seen for this conversation that we're having now is it's roughly halfway. Um, halfway through the like block matches. We of course will still have the final and all that stuff. Right. And the, the second half, but um, I guess we can, uh, we can keep talking about days that have happened and then maybe uh, do a little first half retrospective. Mm-hmm. Although I've kind of already, <laughs> I already said what my favorite match was. Right. But yeah, it was it was Ishii Moxley. It's so much so that I kind of want to like just seek out that match and watch it on its own 
um, here. I, I might even do that once we get off the horn here. Well, New Japan makes it really easy because a few days after, um, this is the only good thing that they do, by the way, <laughs> other than wrestling. Um, yeah. They, uh, after a few days, they break it down and um, release them episode by episode so you don't have to go scrolling through the uh, three and a half hours. Because okay. anytime you exit out of the app, it doesn't remember where you are. Or oh. if you walk away for more than a couple minutes, it mm-hmm. restarts it. I learned huh. that the hard way a lot. So I've started writing down, like I've got a pad of paper that I keep next to my computer with like all these timestamps. So I remember where I like <laughs> left off exactly. Gotcha. So it's been a, it's been a struggle. It's mm-hmm. been a real struggle. Um, all right. Um, yeah, my favorite from this one was probably, I've been waiting for Moxley to show me something. And mm-hmm. I think this is like the be- the beginning of it. Yeah. I mean, this was his first, like, just complete and utter like classic. Just a, this is like a resume match. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, and then other like fun stuff. Uh, everything else was good. I know you said Takagi had a fun standout for you. Um, I liked uh, the, the, the fall of Jay White continued as Yano got another <laughs> like victory over him. It's been another for like, the other end of the spectrum almost from Ishii, uh, Yano, I think has had a really strong tournament as well. He's another guy who like, I, I just, whenever I know it's a B block day, it's like, okay, uh, like I'm, I'm going to get an Ishii match. And I'm going to get a Yano match. Those are kind of like the two, uh, bullet points for me on B block days. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, digging Yano right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, Naito hasn't really, I don't know what it is with him, but he hasn't... Well, no, that's not true, because I thought he had a pretty good uh, pretty good match coming up here, but mm-hmm. like up to this point, I, I feel yeah, like... Yeah, he's kind of like... I'm trying to think of the like a, a, a WWE comparison. It's, it's maybe a bit like... He's kind of like Randy Ortoning a bit. <laughs> He's got so much like, we've like we've like seen him at a level and he's kind of just like coasting a bit right now but then he's still like treated a certain way and is still like carrying himself on a certain level I, th- I think it's it's kind of like it's 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 kind of like Randy Orton esque mm-hmm. I'd say is where he is if you're looking for your WWE comparison it's like we've seen him get to this level and so we're just kind of getting you know like second gear naito and it's like where is it where is it um i do think you know looking forward and we'll like break it down and analyze it maybe a little bit more as we're looking ahead but um saturday is it saturday or sunday it's this weekend um it's him and mox which is it's a main event anywhere in the world uh so i think if that's a match he's gonna get up for Mm -hmm. well at least i hope so right I think Moxley has been very um, opponent dependent in this so far. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff that he's doing on his own outside the ring, I think is fantastic. Like every mm-hmm. single bit of it. I yeah. love that he has Shooter with him. <laughs> you know that's Red Shoes Kid. Yeah, um, I do now. It's not something I knew. 
before this week, but yeah, I had heard that this week. Um, which means that that was the, uh, I think it was during the first Jericho Omega match. Um, Jericho attacked a young lion that was like Red Shoes kid. And um, just now, it wasn't until he was like, it was explained to me this week that that was him. I've really <laughs> couldn't get to my mute button. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> I- I'm guessing that was a sneeze and not like an explosion in your house. Yeah, no, it wasn't a, an explosion or aneurysm or anything like that, no. Um, All good. But, um, one thing I have enjoyed about the prelims that I have watched, and I've made sure to watch every single one with um, Moxley in it, because it's always him with uh, with his young boy, mm-hmm. which sounds really awful out of context. But, I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> But he also looks like the kind of character that would just, like, drag around, like, a human person that he claims is his property. Um, Yeah. uh, But he's been fantastic. Coming in through the crowd and, like, interacting with the fans. Um, His interactions with the referee, I think, are funny. Uh, Where he was, like, breaking the rules. Then he turned to the ref, grabbed his hand, and, like, bowed at him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if you caught that or not. No. no uh, it was, was good. It was really funny though. Um that might have been against Takigi Takigi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but yeah, I like I like him tagging with uh his young boy against whoever. I think all of his prelims have been pretty good. A lot of the prelims I've watched have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um I'm definitely gonna go back and like watch all of them. After I watch all the main stuff, if I have extra time, that's what I'm going to be doing. I mean, if uh, unless unless AEW puts an event on the books in September, it's kind of going to be a thin month. That might be the time to go back and and rewatch some of these uh, uh, G1 undercards as the month of September as we wait for the the premiere of. Um, uh, AEW on TNT on Wednesday nights, starting the second, right? The second, yeah. So you'll have you'll have all out at the very end of August and TV beginning at the start of October. But as of now, nothing in the month of September. So I almost wonder if something will be put on the books, like kind of towards the middle of the month, maybe. But I don't know. So that's a that's a long time to go without anything. Yeah. Um, Wednesday night dynamite. Wednesday night dynamite. Well, it looks like all of their um. Well, I guess that's all coming up in August, though. Like all, a lot of the members of a- the AEW roster have stuff happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's fine. Uh, yes, Moxley Ishi was the first time I've been impressed with him since he's left. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of Juice Robinson, right? Yeah, like ab- like absolutely blown away by him. That's not to say he, I, that he's been, you know. It it's been a I think it's been a transition. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, A Block Saturday, July twentieth. Yeah, this is where you have your Zack Saber Jr. versus Bad Luck Fale. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Lance Archer, 
Kota Ibushi versus Sonata, Kenta versus Evil, and Kazichika Okada versus Will Ospreay. So for me, this was about the the bookend matches, um, uh, with obviously one being a match of the year contender, kind of the one that I mentioned before that Ishii Oxley had everybody in the wrestling industry buzzing for all of 24 hours. Mm-hmm. That's because Okada Osprey happened the very next right. day. Um, I very much liked uh, <clears throat> ZSJ and Bad Luck Fale as well. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I was saying about the bookends is that's the match that opened the show and uh, Okada Osprey closed it. That was uh, just a, not only is, is this tournament, does it kind of call for like a mixed uh you kind of need a mix like uh, level of styles. You know, like you need a, a an offering of of styles. You can't have a bunch of like the same kind of guys. You kind of also need to sprinkle in an odd finish here or there. And I loved the like the storytelling here of Zack Saber Jr. He's up against the ropes. He's you know winless in this thing. Um, he's like probably the best like technical grappler submission style guy in either block, but you can't quite get a win. And now he's up against the biggest guy by a wide margin in the entire pool. Uh, how is he going to beat him? And he like, he like outsmarts him. He doesn't use his like technical prowess or anything like that at all. He just like, he like, uh, I don't want to say swallow his pride. Cause he's like, he is playing a heel role, but it's like, it's it. I thought it was very like in line with him to be this like technical genius, but then like kind of take the easy way out with like setting up a countout victory over Fale. I, I just I don't know. I thought it was really great. And then he of course is acting like where he had been throwing absolute fits and tantrums after every match. He's now like celebrating like he's in first place or whatever it was it was really good it's it's just the little stuff i don't think uh at the end of all of this we'll really remember this match necessarily but um i just thought it it did like everything right like it like Mm -hmm. it it, like it it on like such a like crummy finish or whatever like when we see count outs or like finishes like this elsewhere it's always kind of like with a groan or a roll of the eyes but i thought this was really well done well it's because the win here actually still counts for something it doesn't just like make the whole match null and void yeah Um, that's true well and zach saber jr didn't really set up the count out did he he more like got attacked and then got away faster Mm -hmm. than Mm -hmm. so it didn't even make him look like the coward it just made him smarter right which no, was, it was more like in the moment. Like it wasn't like he yeah. like lured Fale out there. It was more he kind of like saw the the opening there and and went for it. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy Ibushi and Sonata as well. Oh, of course, yeah. But I think that's just I like I'm an Ibushi guy. I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not to take anything. Kenta and Evil was fine. Uh. Tanahashi and Archer was fine. I'm not a fan of like Larcher, Archer all of a sudden like losing now, but well, yeah, especially because it seemed like they're going to such an effort to like try to make something of him, and then it's kind of feeling like, oh no, never mind, he's just a guy, right? 
Oh, well. Yeah. Um, however, the thing that we all really want to talk about is uh, Okada and Osprey, I think. Yep. This um, is your... Yeah, this is... Has the rating come out for this yet from uh, Old Melts Man? I don't know if Davies uh, rated this one yet. Um, check the grapple rating. I've if heard something crash. along the lines of like one of the best matches he's seen in his entire life. Ah. But I didn't hear an actual star rating. Gotcha. My guess is it's somewhere around 13. Let's see. I'll be honest though, like when I first uh when I first started watching it, like it started really slow. And that might be like kind of it just like built perfectly and then it ended yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Cuz I remember seeing like I didn't get, you know, scroogled like I did with everything else. And by scroogled, I mean I accidentally checked my Google News Feed and see that Moxley uh. won this match. Because <laughs> it's only telling me Moxley outcomes. I'm like, you shit. Yeah. Because I can filter Twitter. I can't mm-hmm. filter filter Google. Um, But... I, uh, it's... Everybody had been talking about, it, like, how great of a match it was and, like, all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, it starts just like so slowly and it stays slow for like a period of time. I'm like, okay, I don't get it. And then all of a sudden it like starts and it was fantastic. Like once it started, it didn't stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was just an absolute classic. Uh, probably the best match of the... um. Of the tournament so far? I don't think anything else is that close. Um, I mean, personal preference, I really liked like, I really liked Ishii and Moxley, but I I get why this kind of like overshadowed it. I I think it really like I don't know. I, I think uh, Osprey is really just like making a name for himself. He might be like the new uh, best bout machine. Yeah. I can see that. And I kind of like would like to see him start referring to himself as that. <laughs> also. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the where they want to take his character. I think a lot of the goodwill he garnered with uh, the like Seth Rollins interaction um, might be out the window uh, uh, if he, because you know people still love Kenny. So, mm-hmm. I wish... but I mean, if if it were if it were less a like nickname and more a um, an actual like title that one could have, then he certainly uh, would be a candidate to own it right now. Right. No, he's 100% like taking the like best foreigner role like from mm-hmm. Kenny. Mhm. Too bad we can't get like uh an American in there. Right. 
It's fine. Yeah. It's just the rest of the Western Hemisphere. Um, yeah, I... I think Seth Rollins needs to stay uh, social media dark for a little while Mm -hmm. or just, you know, not talking to anyone about anything wrestling related. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's turns out he's not a very smart person and I blame the Iowa public schools. (laughs) (laughs) Like he's saying things that you would expect to come out of the mouth of Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. right like i'm not imagining this no it's almost like he's like uh what would roman say because roman's kind of put on that uh like carrying the company banner let me like i don't have to be the smartest if i can be like the loudest kind of mentality uh right. and it's just like hey talk less or if you're gonna talk so much like Make better points. I don't know. Be smarter. Be smarter. Um, anyway, anyway. Uh, back to Okada Osprey. Did you find any... Did you check Grapple or did we just give up on uh, it? So Grapple likes to crash on me. How does it? <laughs> when I try to use it. Uh, so we don't, we don't really get along very well. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I know it was very well regarded, um, the match. I don't have a uh, specific rating for it. Other than, like, I I just know it's been, like, well regarded. What day was that? It was from day seven. Day seven says that Moxley was on. Interesting. Day seven, we had four point six nine average. Okay. That's not as high as I thought it would be. Mm mm. It's the highest one guess, from that day. Mm-hmm. Guess you always kind of like run the risk of uh, those. Um, I don't know people that are like, uh, "Oh, this match is overrated. Three stars or whatever." Somebody just has to be smarter than everybody else. Yeah. Oh well, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I watched it on my lunch break, and I felt like. I had really like witnessed something in watching it, which isn't like a feeling that I've had a lot in wrestling lately. So Mm -hmm. I feel good about that. Yeah. Um, do you think Will Ospreay is going to be walking much longer? (sighs) Or is he definitely going to have spinal stenosis? (laughs) Tough to say with him. He he seems like a guy who's kind of dead set on um, ending his own career. <laughs> so he's in that like Kota Ibushi group. Yeah, uh, for sure. 
I think he's getting like the PWI uh, best wrestler of the year this year. Yeah, I'd say that's a safe bet. And I honestly couldn't tell you who I thought number two was going to be. Maybe Ibushi. Yeah, maybe Ibushi. Um, the problem is New Japan's biggest show is like it's the fourth day of the new year. And right. that hasn't stopped them from like racking up year end rewards. Uh, but like it's still like if it was like the fourth to last day of the year. I think they'd like they'd sweep a lot of categories, but um, yeah, I mean we'll see. They there's not a lot of like big New Japan shows, really, um, like in the tail end of the year. Yeah, but I still feel like the best wrestler in the world, whatever PWI five hundred number one, mm-hmm. has been New Japan every single year. I feel like there was Omega or Okada. I think there might have been a year where it was Roman. (laughs) It couldn't have actually been Roman. Well, see, the thing is, they like they use this like not metric because I don't think it's mathematically, but there's like different. It's like stage and match quality and like all this stuff. So I'm, you know, it's not just, you know, I refuse to accept that. I'm pretty sure it was Roman within the last five years. I'm pretty sure Roman was number one. One time, at least. But I'm not going to look it up. I don't like what you're saying. What do you want from me? (laughs) Um, Anything else from the July 20th episode? Uh, uh, No, I don't think so. Just like it was a very like it was a fun weekend to be a wrestling fan. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a weekend that I wish I was off for. Yeah. Could have like watched on flights and not had mm-hmm. to like wedge it in during work. Right. But it's cool. It's cool. All right. And to end the week, well, the week before we talk about it again. Yeah. Uh, we've got the B block July 24th. That's right. In Hiroshima. That's Hiro- right. Hiroshima. This is the the card that you and I both finished up today. Within the last um, three hours. Yeah, within the last three hours. Uh, your card, Juice Robinson, Toru Yano, Hiroki Goto, Tai Chi, Jeff Cobb, Jay White, John Moxley, Shingo Takage, uh, Tomohori Ishii, and Tetsuya Naito. I'm going to be real honest about this. I was mm-hmm. a little bit disappointed that Toro Yanu lost. Me too. Although I think that match had the perfect length for what it was. Oh yeah. It was they they haven't missed time to Toro Yano match this whole time. This had to have been the shortest match of the entire G one so far. Mm-hmm. If not, it was Zack Saber and Fale. Yeah. But I think this was shorter. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I was a little disappointed that Yanu lost, although, you know, Juice Robinson winning was a pretty good, like, second option. Yeah. Because he needed the points. He needed the points. Speaking of the points, uh, I guess somebody uh, between 
Cobb and Jay White needed to win. Uh, Cobb's the guy who, like, uh, you know, looking at the like standings has done the least, but I think maybe in the like the eyes of people has done the most. Like I've come away from uh, a lot of his matches being just like, uh, like I'd like to see more Jeff Cobb. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have uh, to get high spots. I know. <laughs> Start watching the PWG. He's the champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah, that's right. Which means uh, that the fans all hate him. Yeah. So I think he's. Uh, I think I heard the the We Watch guys mention that he's not going to be a part of the uh, whatever the next PWG show is, but he's likely to be back for Bola, mm-hmm. um, which I haven't seen the the pool for that this year. But they've been announcing it slowly. I can't remember right. it because it's like once a week that I notice mm-hmm. it. I really, really wish like I get it's that's like their thing is they stay within they stay in their lane, you know. Um it took them so long to like to leave that VFW hall. Um but like I really, really wish that they would like find a way to even if it wasn't like on demand, it was just like a hey, watch it live or don't watch it ever or not not don't watch it ever. Watch it live or wait for the D V D to come out. Um I wish there was a way to watch watch Bola. Yeah. Uh as it was happening. I I, I agree and not have to wait like an entire year to stream it or yeah. to buy it. Mm-hmm. Cuz that that's why I finally gave up on um the High Spots Wrestling Network is because the newest one like hadn't come out yet and I'd been waiting mm-hmm. and I'd gone through everything else. Mhm. Um I just got a little Or if they could like they could like turn that thing around so that it was out at like, I don't know. I don't know when a reasonable time would be, but seems like it doesn't come out until like much longer after the fact. And it's like, and I mean, sometimes it's just like the moments pass. I mean, in this day and age where we'll know what happens those nights anyway. Right. Um, it's like I don't know, it's tough to like get the results because you'll get them through Twitter, Feature Report, uh, Squared Circle, um, and then like have to still wait to see it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine though. It's fine, yeah. They're gonna do their thing. You're just gonna have to fly out to Southern California and try to get a <laughs> ticket within the first thirty seconds of them going on sale, and right. You know, it's not like it's hard to do. <laughs> One of these days, it's on the bucket list. I just don't know the. I just don't know the route. <laughs> Let me know. I'll find a way to go with you. Sure. Um. Okay. So back to what's happening. Day uh, eight, B block. What we only covered Juice and Yano, right? Talked about Juice and Yano, and then we were talking about PWG because I mentioned Cobb. Cobb and Jay White. Um, it was, I don't know, I think it's cool. He's such a big guy and <laughs> does, does all those things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it makes me wish that he was, I mean, I, I was kind of like reminiscing about that New Japan show. Uh, uh, and I know that uh, Cobb was like, 
it, he had like a good showing in that what was probably the second best match of the night, uh, like tag match. Uh, it was him and Jonathan Gresham against Villain Enterprises. Um, and it's not like I'm like unfamiliar with with Jeff Cobb because you know we like saw him live that night. Mm-hmm. I know him as the Monster Matanza. Um, you know we've seen him here there and some other spots but it's i guess it's just because this is his first kind of like oh i, I got real significance if if you want to go on like a, a cob rabbit hole like subscribe to uh high spots for like a month he's all over pwg because ah. I, I went through and just like plowed through a bunch of stuff and i he was in a ton of it that guy is fantastic yeah yeah, he was. I, I enjoyed that a lot, and then just like everybody else that you see, like random Johnny Gargano sightings and <laughs> uh, that motherfucker Tommaso Ciampa, <laughs> Tommy fucking end. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there's a lot. Like it's really worth if you've never done it before. If you don't currently have a subscription to anything. It's worth ten bucks, or if you can find a promo to get like the two dollars off or fifty percent off or whatever, for like your first month from like the young bucks being the elite or something like that, mm-hmm. it, it's worth it a hundred percent. Even if you just do it for a month, gotcha. That might be the September move. It might be, since it's it's going to be seemingly a quiet month. Well, a lot of August is too, but I got to pay for the whole damn month. That's true. Um, so well, this... August we at least get some of the G1 still. Yeah. Well, like, like there'll be the first two weeks, be... right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the final will be sometime shortly after day eighteen. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the Moxley mass against uh, Takagi. Mm-hmm. This was this. I really liked this match. Like, I, yeah. I like really liked this one. I might have liked it a little bit better than Ishii, if I'm honest. That's I don't fine. know why. I think it told a better story, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of weird to see Moxley win with a uh, submission move, right? Especially yeah. a crab. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, that was like it. It was kind of like. <laughs> He had him in it, and I'm like, okay, so he's going to, like, reverse it or get to the ropes or something. And then he, like, taps out, and it's like, ah, ah, that's that's the finish. Okay. I haven't seen this in WWE in years. Yeah. Where he pulls him which, back. Yeah, which I, I like. I like uh, I like guys winning with, like, I don't know. It's The WWE has done so much to, like, I don't know, to, like, Make you not expect submission wins. Like nobody wins with them. Even guys who have submission moves as their finish. It's just like people, they just, nobody taps out because they don't want anybody to like look weak or whatever. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like the UFC fighters, if they get caught in something that's they like, they tap because they know like they're whatever limb or like body part is caught in that hold is like subject to danger if they don't tap out right and you know who i think started it 
was freaking Triple H. Ah, that seems like a Triple H thing that he would probably freaking eat a submission. Yeah, although he tapped out to Benoit, I'm pretty sure he did tap out to Benoit. I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking for reasons to hate Triple H. I don't need to go all Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's fine. Um, are you interested in the uh, updated list of PWG 2019 BOLA entrants? Yeah. Because I may or may not have that on my phone currently. If you've got it, you can go over that. I've got uh, it. Go for it. We've got A Kid. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Gresham, mm-hmm. Artemis Spencer, okay, uh, Darby Allen, ah, uh, Mick Moretti, uh, Orange Cassidy, mm. Bandito, mm. Caveman Ugg, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Jake Atlas, uh-huh. uh, Tony Deppen, Phoenix. Uh, Lucky Kid, Joey Janela, Brody King, and Barbaro Cavernario. Okay. So Seems like it could be a pretty wide open one. There's some interesting uh, names in there. Yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be a year before I get to watch it, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a good one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is something where I don't think that PWG would would want a like regular working relationship with uh, like TV network or like streaming service or something. But if I'm like one of these like niche TV networks, I would like I don't know. I, like I would there's like there's potential people would watch people would tune in for uh, Bola. Like I don't I don't know if. I think Axis has been getting a little bit more aggressive in uh, making New Japan part of its, you know, regular, like not just showing. They've gone from just being the place where you got to see like kind of best of compilations, like in one hour blocks, they'll give you like two matches um, and they'll air it in like the morning to they've like straight up covered um, like wrestle kingdom shows um and uh, something happened recently with them like really kind of wanting to like up their new japan pro wrestling presence um but like i don't know like people would tune in i know i would if suddenly it was like oh even if it was net like next night i would be there i'd watch bola if it was on some like niche television network yeah i think if somebody wants to not that there's a wrestling craze, but you know what I mean. There's we're we're creatures of habit. We will wherever there's like good wrestling, we will like. <laughs> if you well, build it, we will come. You know what? Like Bola's the kind of thing where if you put it on Fight or like Bleacher Report Live for fifty bucks, people are more likely going to buy that than an AEW show. Mm-hmm. They they just are. Yeah. At this point, not to say that like AEW isn't totally going to be like god willing taking it from you know, after they get their mm-hmm. episodic thing on, but yeah. Yeah. 
Um, in all of this, I forgot to mention that I thought this Naito match was very good against uh, Ishii. It was. It's been my favorite Naito match that I've seen probably ever. So uh, I haven't really gone looking for them. I haven't deep gosh, dove into sure. Naito yet. So I'm sure you could find a pretty pretty good super cut if you searched around. I mean, I could just go on the network and mm-hmm. you know. cross-reference New Japan World with Grapple. See what some of the top Naito matches are. Might have to. I know he's. I mean, he's main evented Wrestle Kingdom a couple times. Mm-hmm. So his stuff with Okada. Um, well, I don't think anybody can have a bad match with Okada. Right. <laughs> See if he's crossed paths with uh, uh, a Nakamura or a Kenny Omega, or um, pretty sure Balor was in the Super Junior or the uh, the Junior Heavies, but. Maybe. I mean, Naito's not a super a very big guy. You know what's like, what, what's gotten me the most is how big um, Moxley looks compared to all these guys. Mm-hmm. It's like the Sean Spears thing we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Is, I, I don't, I mean, like maybe he's like put on mass since he left. I don't think Moxley has, but I was more like talking about Spears, but it's like, yeah, you really, uh, <laughs> when you're like not a small guy, I don't know, like it's, because he's just, Moxley just is a big guy. I, I was like aware that he was like sneakily the biggest of the Shield guys. Well, he was the tallest. But he has that. He wasn't yeah, as, yeah. He wasn't he as wasn't, thick. Not as thick. He's not a thick boy like Roman, but. Well, he is now. He also kind of, <laughs> he also kind of like, like lurches and. Mm-hmm. You know, like he doesn't necessarily stand up straight, and uh, it only took Roman Reigns losing weight for from cancer, and you know Dean being on vacation for six months to, uh, you know, let him catch up in girth. Right. Mm-hmm. But, right. But no, no he he looks big. He's a big boy. He's like six three or six four, isn't he? Because mm-hmm. he's taller than Lesnar, and I think they were trying to avoid people noticing that. Yeah, I also know. Uh, I remember this story at the time, um, and I, I think it, it it showed going back and looking at it, but uh, that he was kind of like I don't, like starving himself, kind of, because he wanted to kind of look like thinner and like wiry mm-hmm. against Lesnar, and like already knowing that he was like slightly taller, he was trying to like downplay that in any way he can. Yeah. So that was probably his smallest is that, that run there. And then like the hunched over thing does definitely make him look shorter, but mm-hmm. he's got to have two inches on, uh, reins. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of him, did you catch the, uh, I mean, this is, this is going to be a uh, must watch, uh, for me, I think I, I, I guess it's going to be dropping Wednesdays. Um, that makes sense because that's when their TV show is going to be, but the road to all out, um, this week, it's a YouTube special. I might from be. AEW. I th- they've been putting stuff mm-hmm. up. They do before every show. They always put stuff up. 
I uh, think this is going to be a weekly, a weekly thing. The road to all out. Um, and that's kind of going to how they're going to build stuff. They had a big Tully Blanchard segment. They had Moxley cut in a promo from Japan, which was cool because like the AEW crowd is also watching the G1 or at the very least keeping up with it. So mm-hmm. the fact that Moxley cut a promo from Japan talking about Japan, um, he mentioned like, yeah, I'm over in Japan right now, uh, you know, like uh, plowing my way through all the competition here in the G1. Um, I decided to take this opportunity because uh, Kenny uh, like built his career over here and so I wanted to like introduce myself to that style knowing that me and him are going to wrestle and it was just very like that makes sense <laughs> like what are you doing with that like sense and logic in the world <laughs> of wrestling um, that's what happens when you get away from WWE <laughs> that was cool they also set up they added a match uh, triple threat presently no um, stipulation, but technically a triple threat is a no DQ. Uh, but you have Janela, Darby Allen, and uh, Jimmy Havoc in a triple threat. That's going to be gross. Just got That's added. That's going to be one of those matches that I don't want to watch. Um, well, so I think the fact that it's not being billed as of this moment in time uh, as like a, a hardcore match or whatever, I think it'll probably be kept to a minimal Joey Janela can't wrestle a normal match. That takes away any reason to watch it. <laughs> he's not good. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, he's, there's re- the... he's not good. He's not like a good looking, like mm-hmm. even wrestler. You know what Jim Cornette calls him? What's that? Jelly Janela. Ah. Because <laughs> Cornette's one that gets to talk about, you know, people's right. figures. Mm-hmm. But he's not something I want to look at unless he's like stapling cigarettes to his head. Well, there's plenty of time to add a stiff to that match. Uh, we'll see if they do. Allen, I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Darby. Uh, Jimmy Havoc just isn't for me either. No, it's it's the like for me. It's I've talked about this anytime we're in the realm of you know the the hardcore match guys. Um. Always, always, always across the board, always going to be um, more on like team plunder rather than like team deathmatch. Mm-hmm. Um, so as long as a, a, mat, a match can kind of like stick to that like philosophy of things, like just kind of like this ridiculous bevy of like weapons rather than like guys like blading and bleeding all over the place. And like, I don't need, I don't need thumbtacks i don't need uh barbed wire i don't need light tubes um i don't need razor blades like just give me give me some like kendo sticks and tables and just stuff that i can like either like hear like snapping against the guy or like see breaking but is like relatively safe or at least like wrestling safe if you get what i mean when i say that like not necessarily like uh, yeah, yeah, obviously it's like risky to do. It's just but not it's like, gross. Yeah, just not gross. Yeah, that was, but that's the problem. Like Jimmy Havoc's in the match. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Darby Allen's definitely part of the problem when it comes to doing dangerous shit. He's part of the problem because he won't say no. <laughs> right. And Joey Janela can't do anything else. Right. On, actually, that's not fair for me to say because he was pretty good on that Amazon show in the one match that he got. There you go. But still, he's not anything like special. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a hundred percent going to get the stipulation. Um, speaking of gross matches, did you see where uh, Vince McMahon during his uh, conference call has already started his like bullshit? Where oh, I I don't know how TNT feels, but hopefully they won't resort to that blood and violence. We're going to be edgier too. The same right. shit that he did with WCW while they were yeah. doing freaking blade jobs from hell in WWF and pretending yep. like WCW was the one doing all the dangerous problematic stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. And, and I I say that in like the most respectful way possible. He mm-hmm. knows how to use the media against people. Yeah. He's Oh, he does. He's so like <laughs> I don't know. Because he did that same shit, and Bischoff always talks about it. It's it's funny. He's like, he knows exactly what he's doing, because mm-hmm. he'll mm-hmm. rip us for doing something and go on and do the exact same thing and pretend like it's fine. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, we're going to be getting an edgier new WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Or not edgy. What was the word that they used? A more refined? Not refined. If it's the, the the quote that I saw, he definitely used the um, adjective sophisticated. Sophisticated. We're going to get sophisticated wrestling from WWE. We're going to get sophisticated wrestling. Yeah, whatever that means. We're not going to get any shit jokes. Good shit wrestling, you know. <laughs> Pooper scooper. Protein <laughs> farts. I'm sure you've heard the protein fart stories. Yeah. <laughs> uh goddamn pal <laughs> oh man this got out of hand this this got away from us i think well that's what happened when we got to the end of the the week of the g1 uh i guess i have standings if you want to get us back on track yeah that sounds good let's hear the standings where are we sitting we've got your a block you're looking at two guys kind of having their way with the pool. Kenta and Okada are sitting at eight points with four and O records. Looking up at them is a four way tie. Um, with, I mean, everybody's kind of like right there, but everyone's chasing those top two guys. Uh, evil Lance Archer, Tanahashi, Ibushi, all two and two, all with four points. Uh, behind them is the rest of the pool. Uh, Osprey, Fale, Sonata, Zack Sabre Jr., all at one and three with two points. Uh, your B block has uh, a little bit more up in the air. Um, it does have an undefeated 4-0 guy at the top. That is John Moxley. Uh, immediately behind him is the three and one Juice Robinson, six points. Tomohiro Ishii, Toru Yano, Shingo Takagi, Tatsuya Naito, Tai Chi, 
in a traffic jam for third um, are all two and two with four points and Godo, Jeff Cobb, Jay White all are one and three with two points. Godo kind of fell off, didn't he? He won the first match against Jay White. And this was before we knew it, like they were going to do this like losing angle with, with Jay White. But that really seemed like it was going to be like something to get him going. That was a good match, too. It was a really good match. Fantastic match. And then now he's like losing to Tai Chi. <sighs> Fucking Tai Chi. Fucking Tai Chi. Chi. (laughs) I hate him so much. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of approaching. It's not go away heat because he's like, if it was ever the like last match now, I know he closed with Naito one night, but uh, just like knowing that I'm like going to finish the show anyway, it's like, ah, whatever. I'll keep it on, but maybe I'll like be on my phone. But yeah, Not, not into Tai Chi. How's he representing Suzuki Gun and not Minoru Suzuki? And what was it they said on We Watch? Is he just the guy who sings in a room full of dead bodies? Yeah. Like Suzuki <laughs> makes him sing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, is Lance Archer in Suzuki Gun? He is, right? Is he? Was the Killer Elite squad part of Suzuki Gun? I thought Killer Elite was. Were they Killer Elite? I can't remember. They don't. They have all these um, factions, but then they don't really. It doesn't really mean anything. Um, let's see here. Let's see if I can actually find a um, a faction map, stable map. Um, not one from like recent times. I guess that doesn't matter. This one's from August 2018. Uh, uh, yes. Killer Elite Squad. I don't know if he's like independent now that, uh, Davy Boy Jr. left, but that was his last affiliation. Okay. Well, I mean, he tagged with him in a prelim, so mm. that's the reason I ask. Because you've got yeah. Lance Archer and Suzuki, like Minoru Suzuki. Right. And Zack Sabre Jr. And mm. Ty fucking Chi. Ty fucking Chi. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it's like a joke. Maybe Suzuki just thinks it's funny. He's got he's got a sense of humor. Yeah, but only I feel like when people are in pain does. Right. He, I don't. Know, whatever doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, you want to know how fast Jimmy Uso was going when he got pulled over? Yeah, let me hear about this Uso thing. So he got pulled going over 100 miles an hour and drifting from lane to lane. Good grief. While intoxicated. (laughs) Did he try to fight a cop? (laughs) Not this time. (laughs) All right. Well, you know what that means. Do you know how WWE responded? How's that? 
Aren't they already champs? I thought the revival were champs. Do what? I thought the revival were champs. I don't think they're on the same show. Aren't they both on Raw? Are they? Yeah, no. I thought they yep. were. Revival's dropping the belts. That's what's happening. There you go. I mean, nobody's on any show with the wild card, so. Um. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So WWE responded. Mm -hmm. Jonathan Fatu is responsible for his own actions. That's it. Is that it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's become their like their blanket thing. Wash my hands of this. Yeah, I mean, they might open the door for Benoit to go into the Hall of Fame. (laughs) I'll just say he's responsible for his own actions. That doesn't feel like the same thing. <laughs> um, what did you think of the uh, Raw reunion? Um, I mean, all I've I've kind of got were like, you know, uh, my like my WWE intake these days is like whatever filters its way through uh, Wrestle Twitter uh whatever's on squared circle you know so i get a lot of like clips gifs um like kind of loose references to things that happen in like the comments um and then if any like podcast i may catch talks about it um the main takeaway from what it sounds like is that there wasn't nearly enough um old guys interacting with the new guys in a way that either progressed a storyline or like enhanced a guy who's presently on the roster spot minus, you know, save for Mick Foley and, and Bray Wyatt. It also sounds like the show kind of like largely could have just existed on its own. Um, like you could like any amount of time could pass and you could select the show and watch it as kind of like a standalone because it featured very little like storyline progression. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know what the best thing to come out of the show was? Um, the Austin toast. No. Oh. The sad Seth Rollins meme. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. <laughs> Where it's the whole like click and NWO hugging each other, and Rollins is just standing there awkwardly, like separately, <laughs> like staring at him. <laughs> Uh, I got I gotta find this and I'm gonna send it to you, and I yeah, think you're it. you're gonna enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But Austin wasn't his um, toast kind of like awkward. Um, I mean, so what I liked about it is I kind of just I, I just like Stone Cold as a person, especially in his like his older days where he's not like the rattlesnake. He's just kind of like he's like everybody's uncle. <laughs> it's just like you know um so the like whole um you know this was the guy who was like the the face of like wrestling in the 90s and he like carried the new boom period is one of the biggest names of all time a legend a hall of famer um his whole thing was he was like this loner and uh the bionic redneck the texas rattlesnake the like ultimate badass and now here he is talking about family and how every buddy like means so much to him and how he wouldn't you know like that was like a little weird but just like 
just like his like personality and like he's always had this like odd like sense of humor about him that it's like anytime he shows up it's it's always good to see steve i do wish that we had gotten a stunner uh or two or three or 12 or whatever probably didn't get cleared like uh, rikishi probably not yeah how do you not get cleared to do a stink face i don't know maybe nobody wanted to take it check your phone Oh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Sad Rollins. Do you ever um do you ever listen to Stone Cold's podcast? Uh yes. Do you ever listen, listen to the ones where he doesn't have a guest and he just like talks? Um, I remember early on in his run, he had this one where the entire show wasn't like, not only did it not have a guest, it wasn't even like one of the ones where he would just kind of like talk about like the week that was in wrestling. It was him in a like shoot fight with a fly in the studio (laughs) 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 or not a shoot fight. It was a work fight. Uh, shoot is real. Um, yeah, so he's like, yeah, he's like a little bit off his rocker, but in like a kind of like a fun, charming way. I just like when he talks about like the last one I listened to is him and his wife just like sitting there talking about like this mm-hmm. trip they took to Vegas or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just like driving. Mm-hmm. He's funny, like just talking about the stuff that he like sees. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Like there was a guy on a moped with like a parakeet or something like that that he was holding on to with his fingers <laughs> he just like talks about this stuff it's it's, it's pretty funny stuff it's pretty funny um, trader joe you need a bigger parking lot <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if he still does that gimmick but that's from like year one of the of the show uh yeah, I, I like I like new Stone Cold. Yeah, he's fun. It was the Tony Khan episode. I was like, I know I listened to one recently. Okay. Yeah. Tony Khan, that was I don't like him talking. He makes I me uncomfortable. Kinda liked it, and I think it helped a lot that I got the disclaimer from you. That he of, stays like, at the same speed and sounds yeah, really awkward. Yeah. But it was like after I got that, it was like once I like knew, I was like, "Oh, you've got no charisma." Okay, <laughs> this is still interesting, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, that's that's accurate. Um, is there any other wrestling stuff we need to talk about? I can't um, even... let's see here. Let's fire up the old G one table again um oh yeah there's stuff coming up isn't there yeah it's not over yet i just want to look ahead and just because just because we're caught up doesn't mean it's done so you'll be treated to we get oh man this is going to be another big um another big weekend we've got uh saturday morning uh you'll be able to watch the two 
heads of the A block, the two undefeated, 4-0. Something's got to give. Oh, geez. Okada and Kenta. You think they're going to say it four times? They might. Something's got to give. Yeah. Um, Followed by Sunday, the main event of Naito and Moxley. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, Tai Chi's wrestling Jeff Cobb, so he's either going to get, like, thrown around, which will be enjoyable, um, or he'll, like, win again. Ibushi and Lance Archer is going to be a good one. I also like that uh, Juice and Ishii match. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The 13th. Uh, just kidding. Osprey day and uh, Fale is going to be interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Big guy, little guy. Uh... The thirtieth. That is. That's not Sunday. It's Tuesday. So Sunday, huh? Sunday is Sunday. the twenty eighth. Sunday is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday is that. Uh, that Naito Moxley day. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's a Tuesday show. Tuesday morning show. Um. Got your. I think the the one to watch there is your uh, a British off. Mm-hmm. Will Osprey and Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, real excited about that. And let's see, B block next day. Obviously, uh, Toriano and John Moxley will be worth the price of admission. Mm-hmm. Do you kind of um, hope that antics- Moxley just like pounds the shit out of him? I kind of think that match may go like I think it'll it won't go like seconds. It'll go like however long uh Yano can do like the antics and then like yeah, like it's going to end badly for him. Cuz I can't, I can't see like Mr. like Mr. Hokey shit. I can't see him having a hokey match. <laughs> right. Like a full on one. Um but, uh, I mean, Juice and Naito, Ishii, mm-hmm. Goto, some good ones there. Uh, and then probably the last, uh, let's see, when is the fourth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, I think that, actually that day that I just talked about, that'll probably be the last one that we, uh, that'll happen before the next time we talk. I think so. So. That's kind of what you what we have uh, in the docket. Um, probably another road to all out. Um, I don't know that there's going to be anything else. It's just kind of the G one. It's been nice having the G one. It really has. I almost wish that it would stretch out longer. But like one or two days a week. Yeah, a couple days a week. Cause this is this is really hard. Mm. Who has time for this, honestly? I know that's what I was I was trying to figure out. It's like, man, who like? And that's mind you, I'm I'm not watching any of the prelims. I haven't seen a single oh, undercard like on egg it. match. I gave up on prelims. I want to watch them. I can't. Right. So I'm, I'm only watching half of these cards to begin with. 
And I'm like, I'm down to the wire. I, th- I thought I was going to have to defer to your your takes. Um, yeah. So we'll see. That'll be the uh, that'll be the suspense. Will we have time to watch um, all of the matches next time? Probably, but who knows? I'm off this weekend, so. Oh, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Not, not everything happens over the weekend. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I can get caught up over the weekend, and then they've got eight more things to watch during the week, and it's just. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hours. really like. I really like the Saturday Sunday shows mm-hmm. because it's usually wrapped um, by the not it's not necessarily by the time I get up, but like if I get up and then like do something, um, it'll be on. Like I'll usually be able to watch it before I have to like go and do things. So yeah, it's I like the uh, I like that it's you know it's happens in overseas so it's like ready to go in the late morning yeah i can get up at 6 30 and just watch it before anybody else gets up because it's usually i'm usually up by six anyway Mm -hmm. start watching stuff all right do we have any other uh stuff to cover no, I mean, we kind of, like, touched on everything. Sprinkled in a little PWG. Yeah. Uh, talked about the little AEW news that there was. Another brand up north. <laughs> so, yeah. who's your favorite wrestler this week? Uh, easy. This is one of the easiest. I feel like it's been, ever since I stopped watching the WWE, uh, it's been easier <laughs> to choose a favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why there would be a correlation there, but um, it's Tomohi- Tomohiro Ishii for me this week. I am, and this should be no surprise either, going mm-hmm. Will Ospreay. Yeah. Just that guy. He's going to be the best wrestler of the year. It's it's happening. Mm-hmm. Seems like it. He quit doing the weird cat shit on <laughs> Twitter. And now he's just destroying people, and I don't care if he's only got two points. He's got two points, right? Two points, one and three. Yep. I don't care if he's got two points. He's been fantastic. Best Mm -hmm. wrestler in New Japan. Yeah. All right, I think that's it. I think so. Um, I guess... Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, we can start watching wrestling again. Huzzah! Huzzah, the day is ours. <laughs> yeah, Slam. That turnbuckle's like a wake-up call. You abide by the rules, but you don't have a ball. You know I want it all, and I don't care if I gotta bring you through the morning run, but just to see you fall. This might be standing to you, but this is where the dream is, cause I want it more. You went and pulled the steel ladder, wrapped the climb into the top, and then you hesitated. If you ain't reaching for the belt, the hell you want it for? I got more attitude than rock back in 97. Saying prayers, leave you buried like I've been the reverend. We've been convinced in seconds, the final call is in. I give it all the way, no matter who's been following. 
It's what it costs to say you've been the great That three count just to pass and now you sealed your fate A lot of people claim they want it, most will come and go But I'm committed for forever, welcome to the show